Welcome back to another episode of the Individuation Podcast. My name is James Malamis, and we've got a great episode for you today. We welcome special guest Dr. Alan Guggenbuehl from the Institute for Conflict and Mythodrama to talk about the future of individuation. It's a great interview, and we're excited for you to listen. So without any further ado, here's Dr. Lahab Al-Samurai. Welcome to another episode of the Institute for Conflicts Individuation Podcast. I'm Dr. Lahab Al-Samurai, and I have Dr. Alan Guggenbuehl from the Institute uh, for Conflict and Mythodrama, our sister institute in Zurich. Uh, hi, Alan. How are you doing? How are oh, things going? I'm, well, uh, I'm struggling. I'm in Switzerland. is kind of coping with the whole situation, but of course, uh, we don't have a lockdown anymore. Ooh. But uh, we still have some, a lot of restrictions, and yeah. people are quite obedient. They mm. adhere to the rules. So, yeah. but we all fear that the numbers would go up again. So yes, real fear. Well, that's what's been happening across the world. Yes. Any, anywhere they've had op- uh, openings, they've had problems. I think uh, South Korea had it. Uh, Germany's having it. Uh, uh, Singapore's having it. But uh, we have countries that did well. We have new problems because of new corona. problems. Yes, because the people go and hike in the mountains. Ah, and it used to be that you know you would go hike in the mountains, climb when you were actually a bit of, had a, some kind of experience. Ooh. But now everybody goes because we can't really no, travel. Down. There's nothing else. We can't to go do. to Caribbean. We can't go to South America. We can't go to Seychelles. I mean, so. So there's a lot more accidents. So instead of drowning in the Mediterranean, Ooh. people fall off cliffs in the Alps. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Sorry to laugh, but just not. Uh, it's very strange. It's a very strange time. It's a very, yes. very strange time. Strange time. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, paranoia now. You know, as in the United States, some people think the state, the collective takes over over other people think well this is all necessary this is good so there's a lot of discussions yeah well we, we have we have a lot of issues because people are paranoid about the vaccine that that hasn't come out yet yes. people are already talking about not taking vaccines and being forced to take vaccines and mandatory vaccination uh, so there is this uh collective paranoia that uh, everybody's trying mm-hmm. to put uh computer yeah. chips in you and uh, control you through the vaccine. So um, other problems are flaring up in the United States. There is a, there is a psychic uh, contaminant of fear that is, uh, that is contagious uh, across the nation. And um, same thing that Young talked about that uh, in asylums, when you have somebody who uh, people who are afraid are more dangerous than people who are psychotic. Mm, yes, because true. they're unpredictable, because they're mm-hmm. more likely to act out uh, completely irrationally than uh, yeah. out of hatred or anger or motivation to harm. It's more out of, um, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know who these people are. And it's reckless, you know, when you're angered and afraid, 
a bit reckless and you don't actually you distance yourself from the surrounding you know because you feel like legitimized that you really have to do something and mm. can causes irrational behavior yeah so you're afraid you're paranoid yes and then <clears throat> so today you, you you had an idea about talking about individuation and yes. the, and the end of liberty i think you put it or uh, this is a topic which has been discussed now among many unions it's not just mm. a topic which concerns me but it's a topic which is actually concerns a lot of union i hear talking to other colleagues that the fear is or the notion is that the concept the notion of individuation will be completely outdated oh. it's a notion which actually jung of course a term which jung created which actually put emphasis that every human being has um, his own personal development, his own way, his own way of finding a sense in life, mm. in finding uh, his notion is that it has to do with the inner world, you know, being conforming with the outer world, this long lifelong struggle in order to find what is your task in life in order to find a place to be, in order to find a, a purpose in your life. That for Jung was a very important notion. And but isn't it, that the evolution of the self? Isn't the self evolved that way? Yes, the idea of the self, that the yeah. idea that human beings have a self, have a yeah. center, a center which actually indicates or which conveys or which... Uh, actually the way you could live and so so according to Jung you know dreams are important as you know uh, the conscious is important various insights and also struggling with the shadow irritations are important in order to find a way so his notion is that human beings have a natural tendency to develop it and to find trying to find a meaning in a sense in life that's actually what Jung is talking about what is currently talked about that this is a completely outdated concept. Individuation actually is not necessary, is actually a product of the 19th century. Mm. Something which we have, you know is uh, derives from romanticism and from enlightenment. The idea that every individual has a value, has an own right, a personal life. And of course, from romanticism in, in the sense that, you know, this is something which one can find over um, confrontation with nature, with ourselves. So the notion now is that's really outdated. Forget about individuation. Okay. And I think this notion appears in many areas. It appears in schools, an area I'm quite acquainted with. But the idea is school kids have to be trained. They have to acquire competences. They have to acquire knowledge, but the notion that when they go through school, when they have a career, when they create problems, it might be also their struggle in order to find the third, that notion is con considered irrelevant. Mm. It also appears in other things like in algorithms. You know, you don't know, you don't need to find yourself because the algorithms do it for you. Mm -hmm. They find out who you are, they find out what you want. Mm. They find out what your decisions will be. 
So actually that idea that you somehow to relate on dreams, talk about dreams, the idea that there's an unconscious mm. is actually considered outdated. The future society mm. be a collective society, a society which offers you through algorithms, through um, a profile of yourself, a profile which you might be able to accept or not to accept, but you certainly won't need hours and hours sitting in a consultation room, talking, reflecting about dreams and your experience. That's, that's, no, that's actually outdated. So that's actually the discussion now which is going on. Algorithm profiling actually replaces any need for personal insights, for personal reflection, and actually you can abolish the notion of inside, outside world. You can abolish the notion, you know, try to find yourself in reflection with nature because, uh, you know, we're being observed, we're being analyzed, we're being analyzed by the computer, by what we do. So um, that's actually, so the question is, does Jungian psychology really have a place in a world where algorithms take over? Mm. Well, the algorithms are coming from deep within the unconscious, are they not? Are they not, uh, are they not inspired by the uh, unconscious collective? Of course, of course. Uh, on the long term, they're, they're, they're products of uh, people doing it, of course, or setting up the algorithms. But yeah. the important thing is, you know, the algorithms, they observe or they detect, you know, they, our movements. Mm. Our, what we, uh, what we, our links, what we know, what we uh, watch on the internet, what we buy. Mm. So they, they give us a profile. So mm. the idea of deep reflection is not that Plus, the algorithm is a, is a collective tool. It's mm. not an individual tool. It's a collective tool. Right. So it's the collective which defines actually who you are, what you are, and what you might want to achieve. Mm. Interesting. So. I see what you're saying. What you're saying is that, if I understand you correctly, and you could always um, chime in, but I think what you're saying is that um, analytical therapy um, from a Jungian perspective is passe. It's uh, of the old. What you're talking about is, uh, go on, go on, Alan. It's not just analytical uh, therapy. It's mm. the approach to try to find yourself. I call it that, that. To try to discover who you are. To try to discover, give yourself a meaning in life. Mm. So the discussion is: you don't have to find out the meaning in life. Mm. You, they can they, tell you what the meaning of life is, but they've they, tried that before. They tell you what your personal meaning in life is. So yeah, don't try but, to find it out. That's actually. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could see how, how analysis, the way it used to be, is dead on arrival. And doing dream interpretation for hours on end is dead on arrival. Except for those who uh, have time and a lot of money and have the ability to do that. Um, it's more restricted to those who... Uh, can't afford it and are no longer um, 
constrained by the algorithms that run everybody else because the algorithms run everybody to a certain point until you are not a producer anymore. Uh, they run yeah. you until you stop producing and then they really don't care about you. They're just kind of... I'm not, I'm not talking about analysis. I'm talking about, you know, Jungian psychology. Correct. You know, so I'm not talking about, you know, this is something else. Maybe the people who can afford analysis. And so I'm not talking about it. I'm talking mm. about an approach mm. to human beings, an approach, a notion of how human beings function. Mm. And the idea that we individuate the idea that we have to search a sense in ourselves is of course not just Jungian. This is a very broad idea with Buddhism has the same Ooh, idea. Correct. A lot of um, edu educators also had the idea, a lot of other psychologists, but it's about the idea that human beings, when they're on the world, will have to you know, go in depth, try to analyze, think about what they're doing, and in order to find out what the place is. Mm. Now, with the dominance of algorithms, but also with the dominance of collective measures, when there's a virus, a pandemic, you know, there's a lot of collective measure, measures. They tell you what you have to do. We have to abide to the rules and regulations of the state. The state becomes very, very important. Mm. They invade even your privacy. I mean, mm. I just had someone visiting me and we're not allowed to shake hands. We have to keep distance. So it's an invasion of every personal life. Of course, mm. it might be legitimized, you know, but in, what I'm saying is this changes the whole approach. So maybe the future is that we considered collective beings which have to abide to rules and regulations of the society, kind of devised by intelligent men, women, which kind of think- Or AI. Pardon? Or AI, artificial intelligence is taking over or a lot of these So that's actually replacing. Mm. The question is, of course, what is actually the problem? I've been listening to Jim Hillman yesterday and he was talking as a nice talk a great talk about melancholia you know he said if you have a depression depression also has a sense in life because you nature talks to you and then you kind of you find you know movement you find emotions in you which you had not detected before and they might have a sense so you could say this this is all gibberish gibberish you know because now if you have a depression, maybe you have not, they will give you a profile and indicate what is lacking. Mm -hmm. You have to go more swimming, do more physics, maybe eat something, uh, eat differently. You know, so it's, so the collective might replace any need of reflection because it's so much knowledge, so much intelligence mm -hmm. is accumulated you know, behind all the artificial intelligence, behind mm. the algorithm. So it's not necess necessary anymore to think individually, to mull on what we actually, our purpose in life is. Mm. So do you believe this or you do, you, you just see this as the future? No, I'm, I'm just talking about the discussion. I mean, mm. I, it would be interesting, interested to know what other people think of it. This is just a concern of me. Mm. I'm not, um, I oh, I agree with you. I think this is the path. I think for sure. This is already, 
set up. Uh, Amazon already has a profile of me. The yes. books I order, uh, the clothes I wear, the uh, toothpaste, the uh, mouthwash, uh, they know almost all my personal preferences uh, 100%. They but can actually the predict uh, what I am going to order before I order. Sometimes they throw it out in front of me and says, you need this, right? And exactly. you say, yeah, well, I guess I do. You know, this is just the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It might tell you what you would have to think now, because yeah. you know, you've been thinking about this and this for a long time, indicated by you know what you were reading. So yeah. you should think about something else. They might register a new world. Yes. So and of course, most people do it voluntarily. They think this is actually great. You know, it makes yeah. life easier. You can sit around and you don't have to make any decisions anymore. Yeah. So you just have a great life. And yeah. yeah. Very scary. You're you're being you know. Everything is being delivered. This is yeah. great. Yeah, we, uh, it's not. It's not great for me. I I feel that it's. Um, I feel it's almost like they're, they're cataloging you. Because yeah. now you have to order everything, and you don't go to the store and get anything. You, but we've been we've been tracked for a long time since I came to the United States. We've always had like. Uh, coupon uh, cards with numbers on them that uh, tell you what you bought, how you bought it, uh, if you bought it on sale or not, if you, how many of the item you bought. And, uh, the, the grocery store's been checking it. Um, Ancestry DNA was bought for 4.7 billion. They basically bought the uh, DNA codes uh, that uh, people wanted to find out what their ancestry was. Yeah. Uh, and so that whole database has been bought over. It's actually, it was run out of Utah. The Mormons actually came up with that. I know, I know. And but they just sold it to a, to a private firm that is basically going to use that to genetically map um, Yes, but you know the issue is we have a lot of technical gadgets around. A refrigerator, for instance. Correct. In the future, refrigerators will be intelligent um, machines. They already are. They already are, but even more, they register what yeah. you're doing. And then you have maybe uh, so you have a lot of um, an amassing of information. It's not Ooh. just what you, the television, you the refrigerator, it, the stove. All of this is going to be as long as you buy something, Ooh. you make the conscious decisions. You say, "I want this. I don't want this." You know, that's actually what. But probably there will be a moment where you don't even buy anything. No, you there's no need to order for you. The notion, yes, it's just. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have, if you have your groceries, if. Uh, if your mother, if uh, in 20 years um, you had a child and in 2050 that child is growing up, the mother is not buying groceries. Groceries are coming. She's putting in the fridge. The fridge is, is telling you what is fresh and what is not fresh, what you should throw out, what you should eat, the what you need to order. The refrigerator actually orders for you. That's what... Uh, yes, that's what I'm telling. I mean, it's like yeah. with electricity. You know, in, let's say two or three hundred years ago, people had to go out in the forest and find some kind of wood to burn. Wood. Yes, you know, correct. Coal. Yeah. And so, so we were was engaged, you know, yeah. in, in trying to create heat. Mm. We don't have to do that anymore. You know, no. it's kind of, so my, 
concern is that this will get, you know, be larger and larger. And then actually I'm starting to think, what is the notion of individuation? Maybe it will have a place. You know, maybe this is a bit too gloomy or whatever. Yeah. So maybe actually the purpose of individuation is, you know, the other, searching mm. for the other. Mm. That's actually what soul is about. Mm. So with everything which, can, which we produce, which we do, is actually just the result of a current state. But it's mm. not the result of the process. Maybe, yeah. you know, we'll get depressed when everything is delivered. Because if we don't pay attention to our search of the other, mm. maybe the language of the other, you know, the exceptional has to remain a bit mystical, has to be more symbolic, has to be more connected to nature, because mm. nature... We, we've, uh, we've been disconnected from nature. This is one of the biggest problems. This is our reaction to the virus is a disconnection from nature. It's a, it's a, it's a complete uh, absurdity the way we've uh, reacted to a virus. We've been living with bacteria and viruses for uh, millennia since we've evolved. This is not- actually, No, no, actually we're connected to nature. Exactly. It's back. You know, yeah, yes, because now we're forced to interact in nature. We have been stopped from interacting in the plastic world. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, you know, I think, I don't know, maybe it's some kind of, a, you know, a new concept will have to develop this searching oh, for, sure. for the other and kind of freeing yourself. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we're... So the way, the way I'm thinking about it, as long as we uh, let's talk about this a little bit more, the way I'm thinking about what you're saying and see if I'm following you. In, in my understanding of Jung, that this is an evolutionary process, that the self, um, the self needs to individuate to, to become whole because that is the ultimate uh, goal of the self. So whether you want to or not, doesn't really matter. The self will continue to individuate. So if, if those things do occur and the refrigerator is ordering for you, the self might decide that it does not want the refrigerator to make decisions for self. But you're making an assumption. I am, yeah. And your assumption is that the self exists, that Ooh. there is something like a center which kind of uh, takes care of you, if that indicates. But, you know, maybe the self is the great illusion. Mm. You know, the self is actually, um, it's just a process. It used to be a process which kind of got, got engaged when something was not sufficient, when we didn't get anything, when we were mm. unsatisfied. So we kind of had a, a physical and psychological reaction. Wait, you have to be more, uh, uh, have to rest more, you need more um, inspiration, or maybe, so it's just a process. And when that process is being replaced mm. by artificial intelligence, by algorithm, there is no self anymore. So you have a very optimistic- well, the projection view. of self. They know that self will dissolve. The, from, from, from Jungian perspective, the ego is a projection, it's a tiny projection of the self. So uh, the quantum computers or AI will be a projection of self. 
But this is anthropocentric projection. You no, know, that's the, then we're arguing anthropocentric. We're arguing, you know, uh, our arguments derive from the notion there is this human being accepted, which is here. And this is a very old, you could call it a very old-fashioned 19th century romantic idea. Well, it's a very old idea. It's, it's way before 19th century. It's older, of course, but it's yeah. now, by enlightenment, it's been kind of emphasized that we have a right, you know, so, but, you know, I don't know. Its current discussion is that the, forget about abolish yourself does not exist because it doesn't have any function anymore when we become uh, collective beings who are actually um, being manipulated, being um, governed by all these other eternal um, mechanisms. So it doesn't need any self. So we only think, well, the self, we could say that's. Mm. But then, so the self represents the individual. So what you're saying is that the, the future will hold uh, no room for the individual. Because the self, okay, the self represents the collective as well as the individual. Um, you individuate within the collective, I think, if, if I read this correctly a long time ago. You individuate within the collective, but you still individuate. You have to individuate because that is the goal of the self. The self is always trying to integrate its pieces together. But what if the self as force, as notion, doesn't have any purpose anymore because the surrounding... Mm, so you're talking is, about killing the self. Not killing. It doesn't have any purpose anymore. I mean, we're talking about models. We're talking about models how the internal life of you would be yeah. it's a model yeah, ego is a is a model is, is an idea the Ooh. self is an idea and i think Jung developed these models about you know how we function like uh, freud Ooh. in order to understand what was going on internally correct the purpose was when we have certain sensations notions it might have a distinct meaning Ooh. developing a known profile, finding a meaning in life. That was the meaning. But, you know, the current discussion, if, if society takes over, the collective takes over, mm. it will actually result in, uh, in kind of abolishing the self. Uh, mm. Maybe the other discussion is, but of course... society takes over, it, Alan. Let's, let's expect ego. this. If society takes over, it's like when religion took over. There's no right? ego anymore. When religion took over, that's when society first took over, right? When you had kingdoms, they took over. Then they said, the king is the self, and everybody worships the king. Everybody bows to the king, and that's how we work in this kingdom. And then when religion came over, God is the self, and everybody bows to God. Everybody prays to God because God is the self. Now, what you're saying is the natural evolution is that the self becomes this kind of entity that basically runs all of us and tells us what to do, what to buy, what to eat, how to work out, when to have sex, when to sleep, when to wake up, I think is where you're going, um, which is very possible in today's mm, crazy age, that we are going towards that um, to keep everybody in place 
um, to have more control over the society, which the Chinese are doing in a very uh, scary way of how yes. they're doing it. They are controlling it in ways that uh, I don't think people imagine they could, but uh, they are. And so what you're saying is this is going to be more of the model of the world, the way the um, Chinese no, model no, is. Not quite. And that there's less going to be the individual, the person who calls for liberty of the individual and group norms are going to take over for what um, in the 20th century we became to know as the individual self. Now it's going to be a collective self. It's a collective, is that? Did yeah, I well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it already happens. You know, it's, oh, it, yeah. It, it produces Partially. political correctness, you know. I, um, Zurich made a demonstration, a big demonstration, disruption. Oh. Um, thousands of bicyclists, people on bicycle, uh, went on the streets and blocked all traffic in order to make a distinct um, uh, things, what had to call sign manifest, say we are for bicycles to replace cars. Mm. Now this was completely idiotic mm. because they were doing it on a street which already cars weren't allowed mm. and they were blocking the public transport mm. and you know and I watched all this self-infatuated somehow people were thinking I'm doing making the individual stance mm. and making a personal you know comment on society but actually they were all just following doing what one does the mm. same, same you can see with uh, Black Lives Matter you know mm. With all, with uh, Greta Thunberg, these are tremendous collective movements mm. which are actually void of any new idea. It's actually already what everybody does. Mm. You know, nobody's against them. Um, well, uh, people are, that, people have been issue. against Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter has been fought as a political issue, as a political correctness yeah, issue. Yeah. But uh, people uh, here in our country say there are some countries where you still have a debate. Mm. But in most of the countries, like China and maybe in a lot of European countries, it already is taking over. So even the people say, well, you know, Trump, of course, is hated, but, you know, at least there's a pol polarity, mm. you know. So it's um, they're saying because, you know, this political correctness, because everyone has to kind of endorse the notion of... Uh, climate change. Everyone has to endorse the nation, even in Switzerland, and say, well, black life matters. Mm. Now in Switzerland, we have a lot less black people. The mm. black people have a completely different history. Mm. They're immigrants, mostly from very educated mm. areas. So they're mm. not, you know, we have a different, they, they mm. were never slaves. So mm. the black people here have a completely different role. And I don't mm. think really discriminated. Mm. But um, I mean, everyone, there might be, but it's not, really an issue but the phenomenon is that everyone identifies it like with yes, because the, the african continent was colonized and destroyed over and over again and its people were enslaved yes so that like that's where that comes from i mean that's you know, in, in its in the 20s in the 18th centuries up to thirty thousand englishmen were enslaved because it's mm. been a slave trade. So they've been using slaves 
I mean, it's slavery is, is a terrible thing. Yeah. But the thing is that, you know, it, it's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to say something else. I'm Ooh. trying to say you have this collectiveness where people think they're finding an individual meaning, making an individual stance, but actually they're pondering on something where everyone already agrees. Well, that, I, I don't, I disagree with that, Alan. I, I, I look at Poland, I look at Hungary, I look at Czech, um, Slovakia, I look at these countries around Europe who are part of the EU, and they all have these populist governments who are very fascistic. Um, I see this all over the world right now, that more fascism is rising. It's like... You're talking about something else, so you could say... No, it's, I think, I think it's... Uh, no, no, because I think this is similar to that because what, what the, what the fascistic ideas are is that we... Um, talking that, about different things. Okay, go on. You're talking about, this is another area, you know, the area of power, the area of, you know, uh, white, I think that's another issue. It's the main issue. I'm talking about the general public the opinions of the general public how it manifests itself today of course there are other scenes you know we have the problem of erdogan we have the problem that poland kind of there's a lot of other problems but what i'm talking about is the collective mood which is expressed you know in the notion that we think we have this great meaning in life i mean also in czechoslovakia and in poland you know, you have the same phenomena that is, I think the, nearly the majority of the people think, well, we have this meaning. And when you look at it more closely, you realize it's just actually, it's um, flash in a pan, you know, because everyone already agrees. And you know, why do people demonstrate for something which is, there's a general agreement, you know, already? That's, I think, a strange phenomenon. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what that, what, what's the agreement on, though. Like this, I started off with this example of the demonstration of bicyclists. I, I could see the bicyclist thing as interesting. And, it, and no, Black Lives Matters and uh, climate change. I think Black Lives Matter is, is a political discussion in regards to how we value human life. I think Black yes. Lives Matter is more about yes, I mean, how we how we how we value those who are darker than us as less than us. I think that course, that is that, that's the, that's uh, that's historically been part of uh, the remnants of slavery and domination. I'm some, but I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about you know there's issues which have, as you say, uh, historically slavery and everything, which are important issues. But I mean, I think you and me and everyone would agree on that. It's an issue which is terrible what had happened and so African human rights, but everybody already agrees. But they don't, but they our, don't because they, 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 they don't agree because nobody, it's a controversial nobody, issue. No, in our country, in Europe, we have nobody, no, maybe some crazy guy, I don't know, in the north of Germany, nobody who says there's racial differences. This is absurd. Nobody says, uh, well, climate change. Europe, Europe is quite racist, though. I'm just joking, and it's a collective. And what is interesting that you have this big collective movement where people identify with issues 
which are actually already produced by the collective. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking you're, about you're, you're talking about that there's no, there's, you're talking about people are siding with issues that already exist and are in the public consciousness. And, and I'm only awareness. using yes, exactly. And I'm only using these examples because we're talking about individuation. Mm. You know, so yeah. I, I don't want to talk about the political. That would be a completely different discussion. But yeah. Now we're talking about individuations. Individuation as a concept of the 19th century is what you're yes, saying. Yes, and you individuate. You try to find a topic, a theme which for you personally has a tremendous value. Meaning, yeah. Tremendous meaning. And if I see these people trying to find their meaning in kind of making a stance because of there should be more bicycles, and already bicycle sales are booming, mm. and everyone uses a bicycle, I start to ask myself, what is happening here? Mm. Well, the bicycles are taking over. I mean, they, they piss me off. Every time I see them on the streets, they feel like they have more room than anybody what is else. Happening here? Why is this has become this such a tremendous collective symbol? Mm. And other issues which are similar. The, the, the bicycles mm. are connected to climate change, are they not? That also, but there's other issues too. So mm. also climate change, tremendous issues. Mm. So, but I'm talking not about the content. So for mm. me, it's not, you know, if you start talking about the content. You're, you're talking about as a psychological, theoretical exactly. base of Jungian psychology. Does it hold up in the... The 21st century as a concept of individuation in terms of this symbolic aspect or the archetype that Jung called self and is that thing exactly. that we call is going to be the thing that we are still chasing in the 21st century and you're saying you don't think we're going to be chasing that because it's going to be chasing us. I'm saying that I attended a panel discussion at myself mm. and in the panel discussion to make a big statement, but they think they want to dedicate their life in uh, one set gardening, you know, climate change, another one said, and um, what I forgot, got, I think food, you know, and awareness. And this is okay, but I think, well, okay, but is this really your issue? If I look at you, I, I suspect. Is, just, this, is this a collective issue or is it this is a singular issue for is you really, as a human being? It's the result. And I know that in many analyses, people mm. talk about that. And so what is happening here? You know, mm. is the collective taking over? I see what I'm you're not, saying. Okay. I'm not against, you know, I don't want to argue, but as, as I said, as soon as you might um, touch these issues, you have a sense of, well, no, you shouldn't do this. You're an outcast. You're a racist. Mm. You're, you don't uh, acknowledge that the, all this, the result is the consequent, the, the historical deed you know, of, of slavery. So you're, you're ignorant of climate change. And that's actually the phenomena. You become, a, you become an outcast. So you see... Well, that's that happening with masks in the United States. Actually, so yeah. if you don't wear a mask, if you, if you don't wear a mask, then you're making a political statement. If you wear exactly. a mask, you're making a political statement. It's not exactly. a health-related statement anymore. That's what I mean. Political That's exactly statement. what I mean. Suddenly, doing something personal, making a personal choice, choice mm. is uh, interpre interpreted in a collective way. Yeah, the masks are. It's about it's about respect. I think the.
Cuomo, um, the governor of New York said that uh, the mask issue is about respect for other people. It's not the, about the, your individual right. But the point is, it's become a collective issue. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, so what, what do you mean it's about respect for everybody else? What no, about... The, but, I'm saying this is a good example, you know, Ooh. and I'm, I wear masks and we Ooh. all wear yeah. masks, but we're talking about what does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? You know? Yeah. But people start viewing issues from a collective way, like opinions. Yeah. What your opinion is about yourself, what you choose as a hobby, what you choose as a task, what you think becomes collective. Yes. When it becomes collective, you start orientating yourself towards the collective. And that's when actually the whole notion of individuation becomes um, uh, kind of... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's well, it, it kind of falls on the wayside because nobody's focusing on it anymore. Yes, nobody's focusing. It, 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 it loses its meaning because it. nobody, nobody believes it anymore. And if you don't believe in the God, the God ceases to exist as we know from history. Yes, if when nobody yes, comes yes, up yes. and says, Zarathustra, well, I, um, I think in Nietzsche, every time you start to believe in a prophet or a god, they exist. As soon as you lose, um, they lose their meaning in life, yeah, then they yeah. cease to exist. As we know about Zeus and the um, gods of Greece and the, uh, the gods in China and other places around the world that um held the sway for long periods of time as to um how we told our stories and where we came from and who we were yeah so the, it's interesting that the stories you know as you said the storyline is already I, I think i think the fall of hong kong has caused um much of this i think the oh, I absolutely i i, mean, I think, I think individually kong. they were I saw them as the last individuating part that was crushed. The fall of Hong Kong, and I think that's what they completely underestimated the political parties in China. The fall of Hong Kong was like a, a, a disaster for yeah, the whole yeah. West. They yeah, started realizing, yeah. wait a minute, what is happening here? Hong Kong represented hope, individuation, individual rights. And yes, now as yes. I've done that, I think, you know, I personally don't buy anything from China anymore. When I go in mm -hmm. shops, it's just because I finally realized, and I asked myself, what is happening? And mm -hmm. what is actually happening is that um, the, no the notion of the individual, the notion of human rights, you know, for me personally, it's important, mm -hmm. but I observe, you know, what is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gotten to the point where it's become very um, yeah, problematic. Yes. We get, uh, we go get organic food and they have plastic bags covering four pieces of lemons. And then, or you have like individually wrapped um, pieces of fruit in plastic. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Why do you keep wrapping plastic around these? They don't need plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it might be right or wrong, but you see. Oh, no, it's absurd. It's absurd all across the world. You go, you pick them up, you throw them in a basket and you move on. They're just, they have covers. 
Lemons, limes, they have covers. Bananas have a cover. They don't need a cover. You have yes, a cover. Similar is when I go on a train and I realize I judge people whether they wear masks, how they wear masks, or if they're not wearing masks. Yes. So that's how I see them. You, I don't you, see you them judge them uh, for their intelligence? What do you judge them on? No, I just start focusing on it. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you start like thinking? I don't focus in that this is a human being who might be friendly, yeah. might be a curmudgeon, might be whatever, you know, it's, it's my focus has changed. Yeah. I walk through the station and I think, well, he's coming a bit too close. Mm. So it's, it's a collective issue and it's not mm. an individual issue. If yeah. I sit beside someone, you know, suddenly this, that's what I mean, the collective well, issue. The way I describe it is I describe as if you're, you're you're working in a state hospital with uh, the mentally ill because every time I go out, I feel like I'm on call as a, an emergency therapist for a room full of crazies. So yeah. I try to, A, try to go around them, try not to make eye contact, try to grab uh, the bread, uh, butter, and everything else and try to leave as fast as possible that I entered yeah. because uh, their collective hysteria is... Uh, it's, a it's very, very story. problematic. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Actually. So the individual. Yeah, no, we agree on that. But I don't know. Maybe there will be a change. Maybe, you know, it's actually, um, it's actually our rebellious, actually, and that's, that will be interesting to see the development. Maybe there is a self and it shows, it manifests itself in searching for the other, for the craziness, for, you know, for, um, Bizarre ideas for the marginal. Maybe that is becomes more important. Mm. Well, the question then becomes: Is if when China swallows Hong Kong, will China turn into Hong Kong, or will it will Hong Kong cease to exist as an entity yeah, of individuation? Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you so much, Alan. It's been great talking to you. I think the last time we talked together uh, was almost three months ago um, at the beginning of the lockdown. That's true. Yeah. And uh, we're still locked down. And in the time of uh, conflict and Corona, as we are calling uh, our uh, podcasts for the next couple of months until we find a, a different conflict that we can Yes, I hope is next year will be better. Me too. The, Me the, the too. That's 20, good news. You know, everybody's trying to put up a, you know, the what's the word? Straight face? No, straight. I forgot the word. You know, uh, every, you know, to kind of say, well, no, but it's actually just a lousy year. Well, I, I think you know, I think it'll be better because people will have experience of a year with Corona, so we can move on from the yeah, idea maybe. that this thing uh, came out of nowhere and it destroyed our lives. Yeah, yeah. We can move on from that idea. So. I don't think yeah. this is the first virus that's going to be out there. I don't think no, this is the last virus that's going to be out there. You could be more aware of it, maybe. Yeah, the yeah for sure. Okay. Well, it's always good to see you, my friend. Yes, um, nice to see you too, to be, talk to you. Be, be safe, take care of the baby, and uh, we yeah, will talk well. soon. Okay. Um, I look forward to say it. Say hello to everyone or to Sarah. Yeah, I will, I will do. You take care, okay. Alan. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you again to Dr. Alan Hugenbill for coming on the podcast to talk about the future of individuation. And a special thank you to you, the listeners from all over the world, including Washington, California, Latium, Italy, British Columbia, Canada, and England, to name a few. Without you, all of this is impossible. For everyone here at the IFC Individuation Podcast, we thank you for tuning in today, and we will be back with another episode soon. We at the Institute of Conflict greatly appreciate all of you listeners. Please share the podcast with your friends and spread the word. If you would like to help expand our community, like us on Facebook and Instagram and give us a five-star review on iTunes. I'm Sonia Mahmood and you've just listened to the Institute of Conflict Individuation Podcast. We'll be back soon.